The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Welcome to the annual uh, Foundation for Excellence Board of Directors meeting. Today is Monday, April 25th, and it is just past 2 p.m., 2.06 p.m. I'm going to call to order this meeting. And when I do so, I'd also like to extend a welcome to our new board of, uh, to our new board members. I'm really excited to have you join us. You'll find that this is a really caring group of individuals, and uh, I'm just really excited to have you join us. So thank you for being here. Um, the next item is going to be on our agenda is the approval of minutes. We're looking for a motion to approve the minutes from the meeting of February 15th, 2022. And those minutes are attached to your packet. So moved. Second. Thank you. Um, I have a motion and a second. If there's no questions or amendments, we will um, motion motion stands. Uh, the next item is reports and communications, and I will be handing that over to Steve. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> moving back up to item agenda B. Uh, now that we have a motion and a second, we will vote. All those in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Nay? Seeing as that we have none, now the motion is, is moved. Oh, thank you, ma'am. Yes. The second was from Ms. Charlene Taylor, is that correct? Director? Yes, oh, it was. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Um, item C, reports and communication, back to you, FFE manager. Thank you, Madam President. And I'll just take a quick detour into public comment notification. So for anyone, uh, members of the public in the audience, you'll have four minutes to speak uh, at the time that we announce, which is going to be under item E, public comments on the agenda. And we'll also extend the ability for those uh, not in the meeting to call in and publicly comment live. That will be uh, at the following number, 1-888-382-9556. So again, that's 1-888-382-9556. And if you call now, you'll be put into a queue. And then at the time that the agenda comes around, we'll open up comment and you'll be able to comment live. Again, you'll have four minutes uh, as of now. And the uh, I'll, I'll repeat the number later um, at the time that we open it up under item E. Thank you, Madam President. And then on to item C that you mentioned, item C1. So this is a report communication from the Finance Committee. And for this, I will invite up Chief Financial Officer Steve Vicenzi, CFO, we say for short, Steve Vicenzi. And Steve, you can just grab a seat here with us. All right. So I will run through. We got a couple of items to report on. First is the draft of the um, or the investment committee report on page 790. Um, call it a draft because um, due to some technical posting um, issues, we did not have a formal uh, public meeting for these to approve them. However, um, I don't anticipate any changes from here on out. Um, so you can, as you can see here on that page 7, uh, total assets at the end of the quarter were 150683000 um, we were able to get fully invested in our asset allocation by expanding to the Vanguard Real Estate Investment Trust, um, as you can see there, for $7.7 million. Um, kind of moving on to the report here on page 9, you can see um, the portfolio increased from $139.8 million to $157 million, with an increase of $10.9 million, or 7.8%. Um, 
pretty strong quarter, not a whole lot of um, issues to um, report on. So moving on to page 10, we see our overall geographic exposure asset classes um, and information. I'd like to point out on the top left there, you see that we're 100% in the U.S. I know for this quarter it is a very interesting topic, but there, we were not exposed to any Russian or Belarus um, investment. So there's nothing to report on there. Um, moving on to page 11, you see last quarter's net return. 7.8% and in sense inception return net of fees of 20.28%. So the committee and the allocations have been working as planned and better. Can I pause there just one moment, CFO? Is to interpret this graph, I think it's just a very helpful one. The bars that you see, those are the, the returns each quarter, and then the line on the top is cumulative. So it's, there's just a lot of information in that graphic, and I think it's good that everybody can. Thank you. Good clarification. Um, just kind of moving through here on page 12 of 90, you know, we have our assets versus their um, benchmarks. For the last quarter, we underperformed the benchmarks slightly, but nothing um, noted of concern there. You know, um, I think the biggest one is the Jenison bonds underperformed their uh, benchmark by 0.35%. Overall, portfolio is still performing well. And on pages 14 and 15, you can see our two rebalancings that were done during the quarter. Uh, we did a rebalance in November to adjust for the Vanguard Real Estate Investment Trust, as I noted earlier. Um, that was done because we received a donation, I believe it was in August. Take a little bit of time to work through signing up for these funds and to get them all the correct paperwork filed. And that was also played in November until they were able to get invested there. And then at the end of the year in December, we typically do a hard, what's called a hard rebalance, which is we just try to tie as closely as we can to our target allocations there on the right. And you can see that this rebalancing did achieve that for the end of the year. But before I move on to anything else, I'll kind of open it up if there's any questions on any of the investment reports. Okay, and so pages 17 and 18, uh, excuse me, pages 17, 16 and 17, thank you, are the two memos which we are required to provide by the bylaws. And so those are memos that go from the president to the city staff, and then one that goes from the city to the board treasurer. And those establish and just state the purposes of the funds that were given each year. Um, these are essentially identical to the previous three years except for the date because we have been operating under these grants from the outside organization. So as of next year, when we give our first endowment grant, these will actually speak to the dollars that went from the endowment to the city. And then the city will say, here's what we did with those endowment dollars. So they'll be lengthier documents next year. Um, as of now, this is essentially us, you know, people have the muscle memory working through the procedures of the board and making sure that we're doing everything we need to and that we're really up to speed. So those are 16 and 17. And then 18 gets into the audits. So this is still under the finance committee report. And I'll pass off the CP in just a moment. Um, but as background here, uh, you'll see that the 
bylaws and articles of incorporation require an independent audit, very standard for any nonprofit. It's a very important thing that we participate in as an organization. So Manor Kasterison is the company that we've chosen again this year. Um, that contract will be up next year for review, and that's part of our financial accountability as well, as if we don't always have the same audit company, which could obviously open the door to fraud or some kind of untoward influence. So, so we'll go through and reassess those on the required cycle. Um, but you'll see these documents, again, have a lot of information, um, and we will go through in specific. But if you have any questions, please feel free to jump in. Just the term fairly. So it says it presents fairly. What, what is the mark there? Hmm. Um, pull me back a little bit. That's a commonly used term um, in financial statements. If you read through a thousand of them, I'm sure that term is going to be there. Um, you know, it's, I guess the best description I would have is that everything presented is materially correct um, and, you know, presented in a way that it would not protect you um, in an improper manner. Gotcha. So it's not an A, B, C, D, E grade. Correct. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to see you know, right. where we are. Either, either, either it is or it isn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I think fairly means it's reported within generally accepted accounting principles.
on page 22 of 90 at the top of the statement of financial position, uh, also well known as like a balance sheet, shows our assets and our liabilities uh, and what our you know, net assets or equity is in the organization. Um, you know, one thing to note here is you can see contributions received both listed in a current portion, reflected within one year, and a non-current portion. If you add those up, they do not equal the $400 million. Um, those are discounted at net present value. There's a calculation later in the note that kind of goes over that. Um, but I just wanted to note that in case anyone had questions on it. Um, and one of the items we are kind of going back and forth the auditors about right now is the current portion is at net present value. Um, and I guess our concern on that internally is we received that donation in February, so I don't believe that the net present value calculation is correct or possibly not even needed at this point. Uh, so that might be listed at 40 million or a lot closer to it in our final financials. Well, that's just an example of one of the things we're kind of going back and forth on right now. On page 23, you know, statement of activities. These are our contributions, our investment return, which is shown as the you know, net of expenses, and then beginning and ending net assets there as well. Moving on to page 24, would be statement of functional expenses. Uh, two questions on this one myself, because there should, be, I believe, there should be a few minor items listed here, but we'll be kind of working through that. I know we paid auditor fees for last year, so they may have accidentally lumped those in net of the investment returns, so I'd like those to be broken out. And then moving on to page 25, just a simple um, cash flow statement, kind of what came in, what went out. Um, right now, not a whole lot of going out of the endowments. This will start to really flesh out in the next coming years as we start to uh, fund the city's estimational and budget stabilization out of the endowment. And then just kind of moving on here, you know, a lot of information back in the notes of the financials, um, talks about what the organization is, what our significant accounting policies are. Nothing, nothing I find to really need to pull out for extra attention here. Um, kind of continues there on pages 28, 29, talking about our policies. Um, note four highlights that net present value calculation I discussed earlier. Overall, seems to be pretty fair, but my one question is within one year. And then just kind of moving on. Note five talks about liquidity and availability. Everything we're invested in right now is very liquid and able to be you know, transferred over to cash very quickly, so there's no concerns there. And then note six talks about the fair value measurement of the um, investments. Um, they have you know different levels, as you can see here, they're all described pretty well. Um, really, it's just a matter of how they determine those fair value of investments. Everything we have we have right now is pretty easily um, brought to fair value. We're not invested in anything like private equity, which would you know investing in like an individual company or something where then you have to go back and you know, figure out how much that company worth. Everything we have is in the market. And, you know, it's pretty easy to find comparable sales, daily sales of it. So that's really what note six is. Uh, so note eight talks about just kind of being reliant on public funding sources. Uh, hopefully that changes over time as the endowment gets funded and we become more reliant on the investment income, but we'll probably always have a note similar to that in some fashion. And, uh, note 9 is just kind of a coverall right now. It's being used by a lot of firms related to COVID-19. Uh, nothing really there to get worked up on. We all kind of live with that note that is day-to-day. 
and then note 10 talks about subsequent event of the donation that we received in February. My summary of the financials, if there's any comments, questions, concerns. Um, if there are no questions or concerns, move on to Part D, regular agenda. Oh, I'm sorry, Mayor. At what point in our meeting schedule we will we accept the audit as presented or take any of those normal steps that we would as board managing this? Get our in this case, it would be so the filing deadline is May 15th, unless extended. So we would have that for the finance committee this later this summer, which would then include it in the next board meeting, which is maybe the next September meeting. I'm sorry. No, don't be sorry. Have we been contacted as the normal auditor were about questions about opportunities for fraud and abuse and that standard set of questions? Mm -hmm. So that keep all of us got those? No, that's, or did someone? That's conveyed to staff. No, that's not the board. Nobody on the board got any of that? No. Well, CFO has done the. But that's unusual. What about the. Okay. So, did not even the president was spoke to about? Not the instructions we were given, no. That's unusual. Like, I use these guys and they always talk to my board chair and vice chair. Look into that. It hasn't been in the previous years either. The instructions we got. When I was mayor, they used to talk to me on the fit one. Thank you for bringing yeah, that to yeah, attention. Obviously, it's something I wouldn't know being new. So. Does that go through the investment committee? That would be through finance committee. Yeah. Finance committee, I suppose it's really that's the first line of conversation about finance, and then those reports are discussed, and then either recommended to the board for presentation mm -hmm. or if there's an action needed. So it makes sense, president, treasurer, the finance could be a director of Washington, is an officer member. With Any other comments or questions? Any follow-up to that? So, Steve, you'll just get back to yeah, the Finance Committee with regards to that. Thank you. Um, next item is item D, regular agenda. D1 is annual director appointment. Well, Madam President, uh, C2. C2. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I'm writing notes all over everything here. So the next item, correction, is item C2, the executive committee report. Thank you, Madam President. And this would be a requested action to adopt, uh, if so decided by the board. So the background on this is that the, the FFE board met historically in person and then met during COVID remote, and now we've moved to hybrid, right? So we're in person, but we're also live streaming. Uh, this was begun in, in conjunction with the city, which moved with the five or six kind of biggest boards that it has to this hybrid model. And there's been some hiccups, but it seems really stable at this point that we can continue to meet this way for the foreseeable future. With that, we'd want to adopt new rules just so we're able to convey to the public and we know ourselves what the, the rules are for public comment. 
You'll see item uh, for page 35 of 90 here. I'll go through this just briefly, is uh, link and information about FSD on the city's website. The second paragraph there is the availability of agenda. So you can click there and get all of our agendas in the past minutes uh, and meeting agendas and packets as well. If anyone has questions in advance of a meeting, they can call the general number or uh, email at FSE, and I'm happy to answer any questions people have in advance of the meeting. Subject for the general public, of course. And then the next paragraph is location of the meeting, and then a quick clickable link to our Facebook and YouTube page, uh, which is helpful, especially because the YouTube extension is very long, as you see there. It's not, <laughs> not easy to type into your browser. Um, and then public comment rules. and these are uh, standard. What they do is just bring in elements of in-person. So if you're, if you're a member of the audience during public comment, you're able to speak and just stand and speak your piece for four minutes, uh, typically, and then also do that now by phone. City Commission moved this year to three minutes, um, and that's kind of being standardized across city boards and, and commissions. So that's also included here in the recommendation. Uh, but it is, of course, it's your rule as a board, so you could choose any number that you wanted to go with that. So maybe just another moment if anybody wants to review this. Uh, the last paragraph you see as well is, is what you already heard today, which is where I just made known at the beginning of the meeting the phone number. Uh, we did have a, a suggestion that the phone number be somehow available visibly online, so we're going to check into that as well with, say, the Facebook or with the YouTube. So if you're watching it at home, it's just somewhere. I'll see what's possible for that. Uh, not not really sure off the top of my head what, what works with those softwares for that, those online platforms, but you can see if there's anything possible there. So, so with that, we uh, ask for any any suggested amendments or changes to this, and then just an adoption of the rules that we include in the future packet. So we need a motion to adopt the rules in future packets? Yeah, motion to yep, adopt the public comments. Okay, rules. motion to adopt the rules uh, for public comments in future packets. So moved. So you can have four comments. Anybody have any comments or questions? Just, you yes, were, at the beginning of the meeting, you said four-minute comments. Does yep. it automatically change to three minutes now? Well, we're at four still under the old rule. Oh, so okay. once this is approved, it would move to three. Okay. And Today or later? You, I think you could probably make that effective as okay. next, next, next meeting. Yeah. I announced four at the beginning. Yep. Otherwise, okay. we got kind of a... So yeah, maybe effective at the okay. or, or let's say next city meeting as well. So next meeting of that. Yes, Mayor. So just to be uh, in line with what we're about to vote on here, and since we're going to have the streaming version of us, <laughs> maybe I just want to suggest a couple <laughs> things. Is that when you make a motion, identify yourself, especially when you have masks on, so, <laughs> since there may be other people watching, and then that way you don't have to worry about figure out who it is. So we have a motion to support. We got the names for that. So you're not wondering who. You're sitting right here and you're trying to figure out who it was. So anyway, that's obvious. The other thing is, are we supposed to do a roll call when we start? Mm -hmm. hasn't typically done a roll call. We don't do a roll call. Okay. And we all, they're all consensus votes as well. So it's all in favor aye as opposed to roll call votes. Yeah, I don't mean on the votes, but I just mean when we call the meeting to order. We, I just a visual. we have done them maybe a few times here and there. Okay. Well, the question, more of the question is, should you? Yeah. And more of a question is, should we not just do consensus on certain items? So that's something 
I definitely agree for the purpose of those that are watching um, at home. I think an initial roll call would be helpful because then at least, you know, oh, I thought that person. So another way of identifying ourselves. And we don't have nameplates, and you can't see the nameplates. You wouldn't be able to see the nameplates. So. so do we have to motion to include that in our agenda moving forward? I think that'd be separate. These are separate items, so to say invalid points, but the, the motion that was made was to adopt these rules. The comments that I heard wouldn't be included in these rules. Okay. Those are just a, a choice of what, what part of the Roberts rules to use. Can be brought back. Mr. Mayor, sure. so absolutely. I think it's valid, but a separate point. So I think the motion that is made has not been amended and it still stands as motion and seconded to adopt these rules. I guess we're still at, at board comment if there's any other items on this. Board comments, particular item. Okay. And I had uh, Director Mill has as moved in the Miller second. Yeah, the Miller second. Okay. That's correct. Thank you. I believe we can vote. Okay. So all those in favor of accepting the public comment rules to be effective next committee meeting, say aye. 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 Any opposed? Nay. Seeing that there are none, the motion stands. The next item is item D, which is the reg regular agenda. D1 is the annual director appointments. Uh, Foundation for Excellence Manager, Stephen Brown. Thank you, Madam President. So page 36 of 90, bear, bear with us, this television has a mind of its own, so I'm <laughs> periodically having to refresh it. There we go. Um, page 36, item D1. So, again, calling back to your warm welcome, President Calderon Huizam, to the four new uh, board members today. Um, there are seven total names here. So, there's four new members and then three reappointments. And those are listed under the recommendation. Uh, just background here for everyone is that we have the separate categories of commissioner. So there's city directors, those include commissioners, uh, the two, excuse me, the two commissioners, uh, the mayor, the city manager, and at large, which is appointed directly by commission. So that's Mr. Michael Harrison in this case, welcome. And then stakeholder directors, there are 10, and those are recommended by the commission, but then appointed formally by the board as their own directors. And of those we have today for the three new directors, um, is Ida Salas as business banking, and Ms. Uh, Dr. Andrea Boscom, excuse me, for healthcare, and uh, Ms. Mary Volkema for housing. And the packet that's attached to this includes the various, really the, the meat of all the papers that you have in front of you. It's the actual packet that's brought forward by the Kalamazoo Community Foundation, which helps us with governance facilitation. And you've seen this all before, and if you are just re recently being appointed as a stakeholder director, you, you would have been, seen a lot of the pieces in here. These are the application processes, um, but they make a point to be very uh, transparent about how they go about the methodology, and then also how the recommendation finally comes forward. So it's important to balance, uh, as they say, diversity across domains, so across skill, across experience, across ability to contribute to the community. And then we also have a residency requirement uh, 
across the number of directors which we continue to meet now. So um, what this would be is a, a reappointment of eligible directors who ex expressed their interest to be reappointed last fall. So that's going to be Reverend uh, Director Rachel Lomberg, President Sandra Calderon-Huezo, and then uh, former housing director Stephanie Hoffman. We have, this is a first time for us. She ran for commission one, so her position as housing director expired because you can't be a stakeholder director and a commissioner. So she was briefly off the board uh, and then was reappointed by the city commission and very enthusiastically accepted. Um, she's unable to attend today, but she's here as, as an appointment uh, by the city commission. So when you vote today, you are approving all appointments um, and then the terms are, are documented here for the record. And like I say, there's a, a lengthy and extensive packet to support this if anyone's interested in the rules, the outreach, uh, or any of the new stakeholder directors. Um, bona fides, there's actually the, the original resumes and applications cleared of, of uh, telephone number and, and personal information. Extensive packet, hopefully you've all had a time to look at it, but uh, very warm welcome to you all. And with that, with that vote, Madam President, we would then Everyone at this table would be a full voting member for the rest of this meeting and then moving forward. All right. Do we have to officially do anything with that since the commission has already appointed them? We're accepting their appointments? Yeah, so you would you have a motion to um, approve the following appointments and reappointments to the Foundation for Excellence Board. So that would be made, you know, made and then seconded, and then there would be time for comment, and then we have a vote. Okay. So I'm going to make the motion uh, to accept the appointments and the and the reappointments um, to the Foundation for Excellence. Um, could I please have one motion? So moved. Thank you. Ron. Director Vaughn. And seconded, Director Taylor. All, all, all of those in favor? I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. I just wondered, could we have all of them Sales or something to introduce themselves so people know who we're voting sure, on. Sure, I think that's a great idea. Do we have a second, Madam President? We did yeah. have a second with Director Taylor. Well, at this time, if, if the uh, new members would like to say anything about themselves. So, my name is Ida Salas, and I am business owner here in the city of Kalamazoo. I own a cafe right downtown and I also own an insurance agency on Gall Road. Um, my husband and I also own a construction business. Um, we've been in Kalamazoo since the 80s and we part of this board. Thank you, Director Salas. I'm Andrea Bostrom. Um, I, am, I am a PhD nurse. I'm not a physician, so I, I appreciate being addressed as a doctor, but I want to be clear. Um, my, uh, uh, my clinical specialty background is mental health nursing. Uh, I've lived in Kalamazoo since 1974, but I've uh, worked in Grand Rapids at Grand Valley State University, so I've spent a lot of time driving highway. I've also had a, lot of, a fair amount of experience before I started working at Grand Valley um, in a variety of uh, mental health uh, agencies, um, but that was 30 years ago. Anyway, I'm uh, 
make that better for people. Thank you, Dr. Thank you. My name is Mary Balkala, and I've lived in the city since the 80s. I was elected to the Kalamazoo City Commission in 2001. I served for three terms. Then I was appointed the county treasurer when the county treasurer re um, retired, and I served um, three full terms there. And then in December of 2001, I was appointed to be the housing director for the county of Kalamazoo. So, as you all know, we passed the housing millage. 21. 21. 21. Sorry, 21. <laughs> <laughs> 20 years different. Here, decade, here. So, we passed the housing millage, and we are um, implementing and putting on the street $7 million for housing. As you know, we have a severe housing shortage, not only in the city, but in the county. So, we're doing some really, really good work. Um, our application process is closed, but we're in the process of picking um, the applicants and funding the projects. We also have our ERPA window open. We've extended it for another week. And so there we have $52 million in ERPA funds, of which housing is a category. So I am really excited to join this board, especially in housing, as we do, um, as we try to increase the units in the built environment. Thank you. Um, good afternoon. My name is Michael Harrison. I am um, a transplant. I've been here for about 10 years now. Um, father of five, two to be uh, incoming, so I'm excited about that. We've, uh, we've transplanted from Atlanta, Georgia to Kalamazoo. We call it home now, and we're raising children. I represent the Kalamazoo Black Metal Alliance, who is an organizing organization here to support the intergenerational community of black males just to network and organize and support each other as we make an impact in Kalamazoo. So happy to be here, and I'm here to learn a lot. So thank you. Um, we are all so lucky to have you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. Well, Madam President, we would have we would, board we would, comments and then a, a Yeah, any, any board comments before we go to vote? For me, I'm just excited to have everyone. Um, <laughs> for some that are new to me, your backgrounds are, are very, very interesting. You bring a lot to the table. We know that in your discussion. And for those who already know, um, high expectations as always um, for everyone. But welcome. This is very exciting to have new faces at the table. When we did onboarding, I said this is a very convivial and friendly board. And I, I see we haven't let them down. So. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Not yet. <laughs> One day down. Yes, sir. So, so I just want to make a couple comments. And I just want people to know, I wear my $400 million sport coat right. that I got from Libbins, I think, some years ago to special meetings like this, because this sport coat I wore when we announced the $400 million So I think of this as my most expensive sport coat anyone has ever bought, presumably. But anyway, so that said, here's what I feel like is that this, for me, represents like a second generation. You know, there's those of us who've been around for this since the beginning, and now it is becoming an institution in the community as new people who weren't around for the conception or the thinking about this become interested and get on this board. So this is how these things grow and become infused in the community and become more representative is other people get involved and this gets passed on, you know, through not only those of us who are participating now, but future generations, because that's what this is. It's here to, to serve this community in perpetuity. The other piece of what is so important to me about this 
welcome everyone just for that is that we are moving this year is the last year that we're moving next year to an endowment driven process which was the plan from the beginning is that we're creating a nest egg that will be there to create resources for individuals who live in, in the city of Kalamazoo. And up until now, we've had the, the luxury of getting some bridge payments and that sort of thing, so we, we would have those resources available. But now we are also going to be, and that's why I asked the question about the audit, you know, we are, you know, you see who it's addressed to, if you look at the audit, it's to this board. So we will have the responsibility not only of thinking about the work that's important, but managing this very, very careful resource for the city. So that's another part of our responsibility, is just having that financial oversight being, the, in essence, the residents who you know view this, make sure it's being managed carefully and spent correctly and that sort of thing. So this is a really a transformative time, I think, in the life of this, you know, you know, this really pretty unique setup we have here. So I'm, I'm very, very excited about new membership and, you know, our returning membership. So that's fine. Thank you, Mayor. Bobby? Hmm? Bobby? Oh, I would, well, I'm going to take a moment because you gave it to me. I you. You were actually quiet. I love Okay. No, we were this close. Not that anybody wants to hear from me. You the word moment, though. You didn't qualify his time. I won't do the three minutes, I'll tell you that. I just, I'm happy that you guys are all on board, and all of you I know have all kinds of levels of caring for this community. And, um, and we know that we are such a work in progress. There's so much work to do. Um, it's important. One of the things that I always like to say, or I said this to Steve before um, we had new members come aboard, is making sure that people understand our purpose. Sometimes it gets, can get lost in the weeds. Our purpose is to support the work of our city, our city commission and their budget and the city's budget. Our purpose is not design and develop programs. That's one of the things that we can struggle with at times when people were talking to me, I want to apply because I want this done, that done. Well, you do that work through these two people and that there are five partners on that diet. If you want something to happen, you want to get into the budget, you go through the budget process. We're here to vet whether this meets the purpose that, by which this board was established to support the city's work. And so I, I always like to say that, I shouldn't say always, I'm starting, I'm going to say that because I guess I'm going to be around a long time longer than <laughs> anybody, which, please, Lord, <laughs> at least being around, I don't know about here. But just keeping that in mind so we can advocate for certain things we want done, but that should happen at your city commission level. They need to represent that budget and represent the needs of this community by which the community has spoken to. I knew it was important to give you your moment because that is truly a very important thing for all of us to remember. And I think also uh, for to continue to improve public perception and um, reception of what the foundation was established for and, and the work that they're doing. So I think it's important also to highlight that democratic factor that comes with this board. So thank you for that. And with that, if there are no more board comments, I... We are going to, uh, we, we had a motion and a second. 
for to accept the uh, director appointments and reappointments. All those in favor say aye. 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 Any opposing, please say nay. Seeing that there are none, motion is passed. Thank you for, for your patience. Moving on to the agenda item D2, we have annual election of officers. Steve? Thank you, Madam President. As in previous years, the executive committee met in advance and is recommending a slate of officers to be elected. This is page 86 of 90 in your packet. And you'll see under the background the relevant selection from the bylaws showing just the, the rules that guide this process below and the meeting history behind that. Um, with this, I would say there's a, a unanimous, once again, sentiment shared by the executive committee that they are very eager to continue serving. However, they are also very eager to make space for those who may want to take an officer role should anyone want to take one. And so they're sensitive to both the need of leadership and the need of succession of people coming in and, and taking on roles as well. Um, so with that, I believe, if I'm characterizing this correctly, President Kelvin Huezo, Treasurer Carroll, Secretary Miller, um, and Vice President Rizma is not able to attend today, is that this slate is proposed. However, um, it's open if anyone else would like to throw their hat in the ring for office positions. Keep in mind, this is an annual process. This has to be done every year. So if you're a new board member and you'd like to see how things operate for the next two or three meetings, it makes perfect sense. We go through the whole process. This time next year, we'll have this exact same uh, situation. Uh, at time. And if somebody resigns, this happens from time to time in the middle of a term because, you know, X, Y, Z happens, um, these things then come up as well for new appointments. With that, I think then, as um, if you would call for a motion to approve the slate, you could have a second. And then in the discussion, um, if somebody wanted to propose themselves, we could attend the motion okay. and go that way. Okay. So at this time, I'd like to propose a motion to accept the slate for election of new office, of officers. So moved. Thank you, Director Vaughn. Do I have a second? Who are you? Second by Director Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, I was going to say we got two of those. So. Uh, well, yeah, I apologize. And they happen to be sitting right next to me. I saw Charlene Taylor. Charlene Taylor. Thank you, Director. Any board comments, questions? Just for the new board members, I want you to know I don't vote on anything. So I'm just here as a mouth. <laughs> but I get to stay around a long time, but I don't vote on anything. So if you're ever sitting next to me and you don't hear my voice, not that I don't approve. The term is emeritus. Um, yeah, yeah mouth. The term is emeritus. Mouth. Yeah, my only question is, um, are all four of these people people who've been on the board since the beginning? Um, I can, I can, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we, just, speaking for myself, I have not always held that particular. I'm, I am the uh, stakeholder director for the Edison neighborhood. So this is something that came on um, 
in September when we had uh, Dr. Angela Graham-Williams move with the, in the middle of the year, so that's when I took that role. And I'd like to comment, I um, filled in uh, after a resignation of the former treasurer about a year ago, or? I, I the chair was yeah, for okay. business. he was so busy with business. Yes. Yeah. Right. I guess my comment would be, this is, Vaughn, my comment would be that um, the fact that the two of you did that, um, and you did it with one conversation and one vote, and you've done a tremendous job in carrying things forward, is a true indication of the dedication of this board. And while people are extremely busy, it could happen again. So for anyone that's in here, we feel very comfortable um, and felt very comfortable with the transition of these two individuals. But I want to thank you both for doing that because they weren't small tasks. They involve extra work, so thank you. Thank you, Director. Oh, thank, thank you. you. And thank you. Yeah, thank you for clarifying. No, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any other board member comments, questions, ideas? <laughs> so, um, without further ado, then I would ask that um, we vote for the election of officers uh, that we just accepted. All those in favor, say aye. 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 Any opposing, say nay. Seeing that there are none, motion is moved. Yay. Uh, moving on to our agenda item D3, we have the annual committee nomination. Steve, would you help us with that, please? Thank you, Madam President. Yes. If you could stop fooling around with that TV. <laughs> yeah, I know. Go later. <laughs> so page 88 of the packet, item D3. This is the other annual, or the third annual piece that we do as regards directors, and this is for committee appointments. Um, so there are two committees, two standing committees, the executive and the finance. And if you'll, and so what we need to do is, is uh, nominate, or and I should actually clarify, the president appoints them, so the president just makes this decision. Um, and if you'll flip to page 90, you'll see that there's a sheet uh, in the packet which shows, because these things can be a little complicated, what who, who is eligible for what and who is essentially open. So under executive committee, you'll see president, vice president, treasurer, and secretary. Those are all ex officio, so they've just been elected. So those are taken care of. So an item five has to be a city director, so that can be either Mayor Anderson, um, at large, Michael Harrison, or then Commissioner Cesar Hoffman. Um, six can be representative of the Finance Committee other than the Treasurer, so that's why we start with the Finance Committee. So if you'll go down to Finance Committee, you'll see again, President's taken care of, Treasurer's taken care of, CFO is taken care of, City Manager. So then we would have five and six, are eligible to anyone listed there. Um, and the asterisk is now irrelevant because you've been uh, fully duly elected. So that was just there because this is put out in advance. Um, so this would be, I think, the appropriate way to do this that we've done last year is um, this fits under just the idea of board conversation. So Madam President, if you, if anyone was interested in joining the Finance Committee, um, so currently yeah, we have the President and then our stakeholder director is Mr. Washington currently, if he was interested to stay. I am. Okay. okay. Wonderful. Thank you. So we 
have one more for finance, spot. For finance? For finance. Yeah. Here we are. Okay. Yeah, I had. I had yeah. If there was a line at the door, of course, then it would be. Yes, Dr. Balkama. I'll volunteer for finance. Okay. Thank you. Anyone else? And this would this be for? That's oops, like sorry, number so six. Then we've got. Yeah, so that was five and six for uh -huh. finance. So Vaughn is number six for executive as well. So we haven't made that decision oh, yet. Okay. So, yeah, so moving up to executive, we'll start with number six. So that would be representative other than the treasurer. So it could be, and it can't be redundant to what's above. So it would essentially it'd be either Director Washington or Director Balkama. It took you to know how long. It's like a logic puzzle. It's so complicated. It's the most complicated thing ever. Um, it could also be, I believe, CFO Vicenzi, since he's not here, but that would be a little <laughs> Director Balcomer, Washington? So, yeah, let's uh, let's give Director Balcomer a minute to get situated, if that's okay, and I'll yeah. do it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Yep. And then, so number five is what remains. The city director would be... Mayor Anderson, Mr. Harrison, or then Commissioners Hesper Hoffman. Do either of you? I'm currently Hello. doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would, you, would you like to? <laughs> so Commissioner Hess remains? Thank you. Just want to make yes. sure you're okay. It's like everybody steps back. Come on, leaders, lead. Step forward. <laughs> sure. No, sure, absolutely. Okay, there you go. Wow. Okay. Great. So, do we need to uh, go over those individually to uh, make a motion for them, or who we've? So, if, if you want to call for a motion, um, someone can. I'll, somebody can motion, and then you can. Just look to me and I'll read out the names for ease. Okay. That help. <laughs> no problem. Okay, so I need a motion to approve the uh, committee nominations as stated by Steve Brown. And those will be President Calvin Oezo, Vice President Ritzema, Treasurer Carroll, Secretary Miller, and Director Hess and Director Washington for the Executive Committee. Mm -hmm. And for the Finance Committee, President Calvin Oezo, Treasurer Carroll, CFO Vicenzi, Manager Ritzma and then stakeholder director Washington and stakeholder director Balkama. Move approval and I'll second. Was that? And who Balkama and Bostrom? Second by Bostrom. All, right. All those in favor say aye. 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 Any opposing say nay. Seeing as how there are none, motion stands. Okay, and now we've got to uh, section E, public comments. Do we have any phone calls? Thank you, Madam President. So to anyone listening or watching uh, through our streaming services, I'll just remind you that you're able to call in and join the queue to comment live at 1-888-382-9556. The number again is 1-888-382-9556. And we will open the phone lines. You'll be given four minutes to comment, which I'll time. And once your period is ended, your call will be cut off. 
Um, so we'll leave this open for a minute if we don't have anyone waiting in the queue. So, Carrie, if you can go ahead and open this up. Okay, we have no one waiting in the queue, so I'll start a timer for a minute just to let anybody call in. Okay, we're closing the public comment period. Thank you, everyone. I'm active listening. So, President Calderon Hoyza, this takes us to agenda item F, board member comments, and I'll leave the agenda to you moving forward. All right, thank you very much. Um, do we have any board member comments at this time? Thank you. Uh, Mary Bulkman has one of these, and she gave me one of hers, but I want one, too. Is yeah. that a sticker? <laughs> it's a sticker. Yes, ma'am. Right. I will yeah, grab some just after the meeting and rush back you. to you. I cool. Noted. We have FFE swag. Alice was coveting mine, so. <laughs> <laughs> now she'll never covet. <laughs> yes, yes. So I got yes, two things. Helpful. One, it goes to uh, Commissioner Miller's statement. Oh. Um, we can all give to the FFE. I've yes. done it almost almost every year since it's been inception. So when people talk about who are the donors, I uh, love that question. I am one of those. <laughs> folks. And we have other individuals in our city, probably about 30 or so in that line that um, have been gifting whatever to the city uh, since the inception. Mm -hmm. And then two, um, because I just can't help myself, uh, for the new members, you may have read all kinds of things and heard all kinds of things, so now you are amongst the things, <laughs> all right? You're going to be able to sit here and, and drive, help drive the city forward. You're going to be able to sit here and see that there's nobody that's compromised, and you aren't going to get, you know, if you're expecting your Cadillac, if that's why you got on, <laughs> we ain't giving that, you know? Nobody's picking up anything out of this we have staff that are paid and then we have the work of the city that's what's moving this forward and you get to be a part of that journey and you get to speak to all the crazy all the stuff <laughs> that uh and get set be set this is just about how we make our city the best place it can be and again a whole bunch of work has to go into that and then occasionally you will hear that Things such as, uh, well, why are you funding trailways? I don't use the trails. You're right, someone does, but we're funding roads, and you do use the roads, and somebody may ride their bike and not use it. I mean, there's no way we're going to be able to do, the city is going to be able to do everything that, that everyone wants done. But universally, we're investing in numerous ways and trying to make this place a better place. 
that's the work that you signed up for. That's the work our city does every single day. Not simple, not easy, perfectly imperfect, but it is the work that we do. And at the end of the day, hopefully, like the work you do in your job, like the counts you promise, we will see a better day for us. Thank you. Those are very uplifting words. And I just want to highlight that two of the things that I definitely took away from that are the importance of collaboration and participation. So, uh, you know, you have um, questions about how something works, find out. And that's the beauty of coming to these tables and participating and being part of the solution um, and not just talking about the problem. So thank you for that. Uh, before we adjourn the meeting, if there are no other board member, co board member comments, um, uh, if some of the board members could please just stick around to sign two quick pages um, from the Foundation for Excellence Managers, Steve Brown. And with that, this meeting is adjourned.